I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've had 19 days of horror now and thousands of people have been killed. A brutal Israeli onslaught with Western support causing total devastation in Gaza. Now, I'm really proud to be speaking to Yuri Haresh today, who is a social linguistic Israeli academic and someone they've been they've put their I suppose career on the line to stand up for what they believe in and I think this is a really striking case study of exactly what is happening in Israel now Yuri thank you for joining us by the way lovely to thank see you thank you for having me Owen just quickly just explain you know to an audience where you're from what's your academic kind of background that kind of thing okay so uh, I was born in uh, Jaffa uh, to, for British audiences, that's where you get the name for your Jaffa cakes. And uh, because Jaffa is known for its uh, orange groves. Um, uh, I did grow up be- between uh, Israel, between suburbs of, of Tel Aviv and a few years in New York when my dad was uh, studying at Columbia University. Um, I lived in Israel. I studied there until I was 30. I then moved to the United States for a few years. I studied there. And eventually I did my PhD mm-hmm. Uh, in sociolinguistics at the University of Essex. My academic expertise is on uh, language variation and change, particularly insofar as Arabic dialects are concerned and the interaction between Arabic uh, and Hebrew in, in Palestine. So just tell me a bit about your own, I suppose, political positioning and where you stand on the question of the rights of the Palestinian people, for example. Okay. I mean, I, in a way, you could say that I've evolved somewhat. I mean, I've... Uh, uh, I can remember my first political demonstration, which was uh, at the age of seven or eight, sitting on my dad's uh, shoulders, uh, protesting the construction of uh, one of the first, I guess, uh, Israeli settlements in the West Bank, part of a Peace Now protest. Uh, so my childhood was was really, uh, you know, was really shaped a lot around political activism, not in the very, you know, um, how would I put it? <laughs> not very radical, and at least in my mind, um, and not in any kind of way that I, you know, I would never run for office or anything of that nature, but I, you know, I was always on the st- out on the streets when, when, when needed. And I think it was when uh, I spent a few years in the U.S. Um, among uh, a very international kind of audience, including Palestinians, including uh, Arabs from other countries, Americans, Europeans, what have you, that I realized that what I've been thinking all these years has really been, uh, I think I had been um, not stifling myself, but but somewhat limiting what I allowed myself to say. And in fact, I was in, in favor of all these things that I may have sometimes thought were radical, like the right of return of Palestinians to to Palestine, right? That's something that's today, even today, is, is pretty much taboo in Israel, right? Because people say, well, if, if they return, there'll be a majority, right? And yes, but that's the way things are supposed to be. Um, and so that, that that's where I, I'm standing now. I mean, I, I uh, 
I am, I don't like to say pro-Palestinian because it, it, it it's as if I, I single out Palestine. You know, I, I'm a humanist. I'd like to say that, yeah. but I also don't want to water it down. I don't want to, you know, yes, this is what's on my mind because I feel that as an Israeli citizen, uh, I bear some of the responsibility, especially as an intellectual, as an academic, as, as someone who's been out there and vocal, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I can't just say, okay, this is Netanyahu, this is the right wing. The Israeli people as, uh, as a collective have, uh, um, have a lot to answer to with regard to the plight of the Palestinian people. And that's where I'm standing right now. So I, you know, and if that means going out into the street, be it in Tel Aviv or in Philadelphia or Washington, D.C. or London, for that matter, as I did last Sunday with Palestinian flags and signs calling for uh, for the right of return and for ending the, the siege on Gaza and ending the war on Gaza, then that's where I am. And I, uh, I have nothing to be ashamed of. So what happened to you? So <clears throat> I was actually in New York for uh, about a week uh, attending a sociolinguistics conference, representing my college, uh, ironically. And on the morning of the last day, it was Sunday, um, I received an email uh, signed by the president and vice president of academic affairs of my college. It's a college called Achva Academic College in central Israel, uh, informing me that I have been suspended pending a disciplinary hearing, which will be scheduled in the next few days. I'm saying now in parentheses, it, it has never been scheduled. It's been uh, 10, 10, 11 days now. Um, and the content of the email was even more alarming than, than the, you know, than the bottom line, because it indicated that I had posted uh, a sign on social media calling for uh, uh, freeing the uh, ghetto of Gaza. Uh, in fact, in English, it just says free Gaza. In Hebrew, it said free the Gaza, the Gaza ghetto. Uh, a sign that was from, a, from a, a demonstration in Tel Aviv months ago, right? But I, I had put it online again, given the, the, uh, the, the, the events. Um, and it also said that it has come to our attention that you have claimed that Israel is committing genocide. And it said that I have uh, I have tarnished the name of the college, uh, that I have that I, my my actions and my views can only be interpreted with 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 full certainty as support for the terrorist acts uh, um, perpetrated. Uh, perpetrated by Hamas, uh, and that, and that's pretty much it. So you know, in a, in, a, in a way, even without having this disciplinary hearing, I was already uh, tried and and executed in that uh, very brief email. Um, an interesting development still on that same day is I I immediately informed uh, my head of department as well as uh, the chairperson of our local uh, senior faculty union. Uh, the union chair immediately wrote back saying that she would not intervene in my case because she, quote unquote, supports the administration's critique of my actions. And I would have, um, 
I would have uh, I would have been able to live with that in a way, even though I think she betrayed her 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 job. But but about an hour or two later, she sent an email to the entire to, to forty or fifty of my colleagues, including myself. I mean, I was because I'm on that email list of uh, of colleagues who are members of the union, uh, and she informed my colleagues that I had. Uh, posted uh, my support for Hamas, not that my my views might be interpreted as no. Said Uri Horish supports Hamas in those precise words, and that she feels as if the union is is not under any obligation to support me, and so on and so forth. And then then started a barrage of of responses, which I was also again an addressee to because people just replied all. And I started, I literally started shaking. Yeah, I literally started thinking these people are are after me. And I'm not one to be paranoid. And I'm not one to really, to think, you know, uh, you know I, I'm not one to catastrophize everything. Uh, but this was the first time I think in my long activist or quasi activist career that I felt that I was in danger. Um, I'll say also that I was supposed to come back to Tel Aviv that day. Um, and I felt lucky, in fact, I felt fortunate that United Airlines and Lufthansa and all the, the foreign airlines had canceled their flights to Tel Aviv because I, I was forced to stay out of the country. I, in fact, uh, rerouted myself to, to come to London. I'm currently staying with friends uh, in Essex, friends of mine from the university. Uh, and I was glad that I wasn't able to go back because I didn't want to be around these people. And, and it's clear you've been, I mean, essentially fired because... For example, your professional page is gone, your email is gone. So, I mean, they wouldn't correct. even be able to email you That's the correct. result of what they decide. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just the result. I, if I if I have a hearing, I'm entitled to be there. I'm entitled to have uh, uh, either union or legal representation. I had, in fact, contacted a um, a lawyer in Israel, a, a, a labor lawyer, a lawyer who specializes in, in labor disputes, was also an ally politically, uh, sending her all of the, all of my uh, correspondences and so forth. Uh, but yes, uh, it was, I believe, three days ago that I realized that I was locked out of my professional email. Uh, so even if they wanted to contact me, they wouldn't be able. I did email my immediate supervisor, my head of department, saying, look, uh, I cannot access my email. So here's an alternative email if in case the college still wants to contact me uh, and my phone number. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, and, but yes, you're, you're right. I mean, my, my impression was, that, or my interpretation is that that's it. I mean, they really have decided without consulting me, without hearing my side of the story, to summarily dismiss me from, from my, my job. Uh, any record of my contributions to the college uh, are gone. That's almost true. I mean, there are some, for instance, there are some YouTube videos of me uh, giving lectures and so forth that aren't on the college server. So, you know, they're but essentially, it's, it's kind of... But yeah, but, they, but they've basically washed their hands uh, off of me. I mean, they, it's like they, the, it's like the Stalinist airbrush someone out of the photo kind of thing. Yeah, we're talking about here, basically. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just finally, I mean, to put this in the context of what's actually happening in Israel in terms of the the atmosphere, I suppose. In terms of, I guess, there's a juxtaposition, which is you are hearing language which has been condemned by scholars who specialize in the study of genocide as genocidal rhetoric. So I don't think I'm being hyperbolic. The United Nations itself has issued a statement um, calling for the protection of Palestinians from genocide. So again, we're not being hyperbolic here. Secretary General has 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 voiced his view that 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 uh, the, the Hamas attacks attacks did not occur in in a vacuum, right? He didn't justify them, of course, but he said, "Look, these people have been under siege for what 17 years and under vicious occupation. I think he said since 1967. If you think of it." You can go back to 1948 and perhaps even earlier. Uh, yeah, so th the context is, is is clear, and the context is something that I think mainstream Israeli, uh, the, the, the mainstream Israeli public, and by when I say mainstream, I think I mean over 90% okay. of, of at least of Jewish Israelis, uh, are, are just unwilling to think about, right? The context is something that is all, for them, always um, revolves around our experience, the experience of, of Jewish Israelis, of the Jewish people at large, uh, including those who aren't Israelis, excluding those Israelis who happen to be Palestinians. So the, this, all of this you know, broader context, which is the real context that you mentioned, Owen, is oftentimes completely ignored by the Israeli public. So, I mean, in terms of what's happening in freedom of expression, because I know, for example, Israel Frey, who's an ultra-Orthodox um, uh, leftist uh, journalist yeah. who yeah. Uh, did the Kaddish, the Jewish prayer um, for those who die, for those who don't know, but uh, for both those who died in Hamas's attack, but also those dying in Gaza. And he, he a far-right mob came to his house and started throwing windows. He has a flea. Yeah. He's in hiding at the moment. Yeah. Um, he actually, he actually, he, he, he took himself, I mean, he lives in Tel Aviv, I understand. He, he immediately went to the closest hospital, yeah. the, the main hospital in Tel Aviv, Ichilov Hospital, and tried to, to I mean, he said, if if I can be safe anywhere, it'll be a hospital where people are supposed to protect me, and and the mob even even arrived there. And uh, last I saw a video of him saying that he's he's uh, in hiding in an undisclosed location and and fearful of his life. He's not the only one, Owen. And and actually, I, I, it is very important for me to say uh, two things. My case, uh, alarming as it may be, enraging as it may be. Uh, is not the be-all and end-all of, of, of the situation, right? First of all, I mean, my heart and my and my 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 thoughts are first of all with the 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 over two million 
Palestinians living in Gaza and those who are no longer living and those who are losing their lives and their homes. I mean, what I've go, what I've gone through is is not even uh, 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 not even a, a drop in a bucket. A drop, it's it's really nothing compared to what they're going through. Uh, but even if you compare what I'm going through to uh, my my comrades, my colleagues, um, students, uh, Palestinian students, and when I say Palestinian students now, I mean Israeli citizens who are Palestinians, who study at Israeli universities and colleges, uh, who uh, nurses and doctors who, who save lives in Israeli uh, hospitals and clinics and serve all the entire Israeli population, they have been not, some of them have been suspended from their jobs, from their studies. Some of them have been uh, uh, outright sacked or expelled from, from their schools. Some of them have been arrested, right? For things that I would even say are far more benign than the stuff that I've been yeah. posting online and, and saying publicly. Things like, I mean, there's a, a she's a neuroscientist and a, uh, a pop singer named Dalal Abu Amni from Nazareth, who was about a week ago uh, arrested by police. She actually went to a police station to complain about people harassing her online and so forth. And while she was at the police station, Police officers from a different station came to arrest her because she posted on Facebook a very common and I would say benign Muslim saying in Arabic, it's la ghaliba illallah. It translates as there is no victor but God. And she was accused because of the juxtaposition between the events of the previous days and her praise of God, God being Allah, but Allah. I must say to everyone, Allah is the Arabic word for God. Jews use it who speak Arabic. Muslims use it, of course, and Christians use it. It's just the word for God. So when she says there is no victor but God, this is something that billions of people are saying around the world. Yeah. And she was she was arrested for that. Her and and her. I don't know if she's still in detention, but I know that she was brought uh, before a judge who uh, extended her her arrest for several more days. So really, what I'm going through is symptomatic and indicative of a much larger phenomenon and a much more, uh, I would say, alarming, chilling phenomenon of unwillingness to accept any kind of uh, expression of opinions, of views that don't tow the party line. And I'm not talking about a specific party, towing the, the collective party line of Zionist Israeli um, uh, thought and, and ideology. Yeah, I really appreciate you talking to to us all about this. Um, and I, and I think what, what what you went through is an injustice, but also um, reveals, as you say, something much much broader about what's happening in Israeli society and 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 what happens to those who speak out in support of the Palestinian people in this truly dreadful moment. But honestly, Yuri, I really really appreciate. It. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you um, so much for for letting our voices be heard. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, and that's why I agreed to speak with you and not some of your other colleagues who, who I don't trust as much. Well, I couldn't possibly comment about that. Uh, but to those watching or listening, do like and subscribe. And also do spread this video around so we can get the word out. But thank you so much. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.